The Con Guy Show, the official program of theconguy.com, is heard on the We Be Geeks Collective and on Sci-Fi.Radio. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. And welcome to Cigar Nerd Summer. It's hot outside, time to fire up the grill, and of course, fire up some stogies. You know, the beaches are open... And movies are back. So now we're going to be coming at you with brand new movies and also brand new cigars. So break out your tank tops, fire up the grill, lay out your beach blanket, and make us your summer destination. CigarNerdPodcast.com, also on the ESO Network at ESONetwork.com. We're the Con Guys, and this is the Con Guys Show, coming to you straight from the nerdy heart of Hollywood, California. And this is Jim with theconguy.com. She's been here with theconguy.com. Katie here, aka the Con Girl. Zordon did not want five teenagers with attitude. My name is Derek Sam. I'm Danae Sams, and that's my brother. We are your home for news. Opinions and interviews from the world of Comic Cons and fandoms, your ultimate insiders for all things. Every time I hear the con part, it makes me laugh. (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the Con Guy Show. And let us be the very first, or maybe hundredth, to wish you happy Comic Con week. Happy Comic Con week. Yes, it's a wish me that. It is, Katie. What'd you say, Katie? I'd say it's bittersweet. My my Instagram and Facebook memories keep wanting to remind me of times better than this. And it's really sad. Like good memories, but I was just like, I'm not there right now. Right. And it's just it's 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 for the second year in a row after eight years straight. So it's a little a little bittersweet. This the is usually are so fresh. Yes, this is usually usually the night that some of us are packing to head down. Like I we usually the group I'm with usually Travels down on Tuesday, shows up Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, and uh, yeah, this is usually a really exciting week. And but you know what? It's going to be exciting. We're going to make the best of this. Comic Con at home is happening. My name is Jim Fry. I am. Oh, I forgot my glasses. If you look on my shirt, that's me. I am the face of the Con Guy because I've got a nice round head that makes a good cartoon. <laughs> Welcome to the Con Guy Show. We are so glad you guys are with us today. I'm. We're going to start right up here. And right here to my, this direction, it's my left, but it looks like my right. And we're going to introduce each of us. All right, Katie, go ahead. I'm Katie, a.k.a. KT underscore Christine. I am one half of the Con Girls. Uh, and I am a Twitch streamer, just overall nerd, love talking about anything. I get in very heated discussions with Jim very often. Uh, so, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I am Cheeseman here with theconguy.com, and I am social media director. Yep. And oh, look at there! Hi there, I am Danae. I am one half of the Con Girls and one half of the Samblings, and I'm just here because Jim lets me come on and badger everybody about the stuff I love. One half the Con Girls, one half the Samblings. She's a whole person. All right, Derek. Let's go down to Derek. Hi, I'm Derek Sams. I'm the other half of the Samlings. And uh, yeah, the Samlings like to do interviews and write together. And 
also do conventions and really ridiculous sibling cosplays together. True. Mm -hmm. Right in the hey, middle. Hey, everybody. I'm Jake from the Jacoba System. I'm the, uh, I guess, resident collectible guy for the con guy. I'm um, excited to talk about some awesome exclusives for Comic-Con this year. I'm sad that, you know, no one's going, but next year, I'm sure we'll all be there in person. There are people going, but hey, by the way, before we get to our final guest down there, we're going to save him because we actually have a special section we want to introduce, and that's when we're going to introduce him, and Cheeseman's going to do that in just a second. But start the show. I just want everybody to know this is a very important week of the year because, well, it's where we get our name for our, our, our show here. The Con Guy, as in Comic Con. We're not con men. Oh, that's different. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were all doing this and lying to the audience. I need to start telling the truth. <laughs> I know. We may be conning them, but hopefully we don't believe we are. So um, just to, to start off, nothing beats a live Comic Con with the roar of the audience, the stampede on the convention floor, the hype, the excitement of Hall H and tons of announcements, cosplay, and 24-hour exhaustion. And although we cannot be in San Diego all together in person, at least not for Comic-Con this weekend, the good folks at Comic-Con International are giving us a second year of Comic-Con at home. It's an online event chock full of panels, vendors, exclusives, and believe it or not, we're going to sort of talk around this kind of off-sites or other cons happening at the same time. It begins this Wednesday with one single panel on July 21st and runs through Sunday. No lines, no hotels. Best of all, it is all free. And tonight we are previewing everything you need to know about the panels, the exclusives, and everything else. And let me first say, this group of people that you see in front of you are so special to me, are so awesome. We've been doing this for a couple of years now, and their pay is so non-existent but they show up every week just because they love what we talk about they love the show they love comic-con and let me just say from the bottom of my heart i appreciate each and every one of you guys i really do oh thanks jim yeah, I demand that you double my pay <laughs> <laughs> that's not gonna be hard <laughs> uh, because i know math and some anyways mm -hmm. let's say hello very quick who's gonna do it this week ben's gone Blood good. <laughs> That's awesome. There's also Jonathan Wilkinson. Always he's our friend. She's on the couch or queso on the couch. Oh, wait, wait. on the queso sofa. And el sofa. <laughs> All right. Now, first things first. And Luke, I gotta ask you, Cheeseman, are you ready for our first section? Um, I am currently loading pictures. Okay. But I, well, if you need well, me to do the intro again, well, no, no, no. I, I have an, we have an intro just for that section. We're going to introduce uh, your special guest with us this week. But before you tell us when you're ready, but Danae, are you excited about the panels? We've kind of split up our, our panels, and we're each going to be taking different sections and talking to you guys about stuff. Katie is going to come at us, she has a con report. And she's going to come at us with um, the TV and film panels we can expect to see. Danae is taking another. She's taking one of the biggies. Marvel, Disney, Star Wars. There's a lot there. Kanye Derek. He's handling the DC and Warner Brothers. A whole lot there. And then Jake, of course, is going to be doing some exclusives with us. So, Cheeseman, would you want us to do the exclusives first or... Or I can do the con up first. Yeah, let's let's do some of that first. Yeah. Tell you what, wait, 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 wait. 
Happy Comic-Con week, um, Brad. Brad, there is a minor on this show. <laughs> Brad, for the first 15 minutes, we're a rated G show. <laughs> Brad's going to come back with like, what the blank? <laughs> hey, tell you what, let's start the show with the con report. So, Katie, you can take All it right. away. All right, everybody. It's been a bit uh, slow on the con update front this year, as you know, because of a lot of at-home conventions not happening in person and usually as you know we usually contribute like three weeks of shows to comic-con and it's kind of been condensed into one because it's not not the same there's not parties there's not you know all that stuff so but i will update on some in-person cons that are happening that are not san diego comic-con which we can update you guys more as the weeks come come by but the first one up is going to be dragon con which is September 2nd through 6th. It is still planning to being planned to happen in Georgia. Uh, it is one of the biggest cons in the country uh, and we've never been, I wanna go. I always miss the mark and forget to buy tickets and all that stuff, but it'll be September 7th through 6th. Uh, they don't do tickets. They consider all of their attendees members. So you can still become a member uh, on their website uh, the tickets are $140 now because the, both the early bird pricings have come and went, unfortunately. But it's $140 for all five days, which is a really good deal. If you guys have any idea how much money San Diego Comic-Con normally sets us back, $140 is not that bad. Uh, they have some guests on the, all the information for guests that are going to be appearing on their website. But some of the people who will be appearing, Zachary Levi, Asher Angel, both of them from Shazam, Felicia Day, Michael Rosenbaum, whole bunch of other people as well. So definitely it's a little bit of something for everybody. Uh, there's also like a whole bunch of like fun events that you can do. If you look, check out the events tab on there, they will tell you all about all of that stuff. Uh, so if you live on the East Coast and you're in Georgia uh, and you are missing conventions, look into Dragon Con and have fun there and tell us how it is because we've never been. I don't think any of us have ever been. I don't know if Ben's been. I don't think any of us have ever been. But next up, and I know we're all excited for this and hoping that it still goes as planned, is Los Angeles Comic-Con, which is normally in October, but this year it's going to be, it has been postponed a couple of times and it's gonna be December 3rd through 5th. Uh, ticket prices range for day rates from 34 to $49, depending on which day you are going to. And it's $90 for the full weekend. Uh, they're going to have Frank Miller, Zachary Levi, Ming-Na Wen, a lot of other guests as well. But that'll be the first convention back, I think, in L.A. County since COVID started. So uh, we usually all go. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure you'll see some con guy presence there if you go. I'm trying to figure out my cosplays right now. But tickets are still available. Um, and I know some people are probably still waiting it out to see how things go. And we will. I will keep you posted on that if there's any updates. So. Thank you so much, Katie. By the way, Brad oh, has a met... Yeah, go ahead. I'm so sorry, guys. I totally forgot FunCon, uh, which is the Funko Virtual Convention, which is in, in lieu of San Diego Comic-Con. It is going to be the first Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of August. Uh, it's partially in-person, partially digital. The in-person portion will be at Funko Hollywood. Uh, ticket reservations were online. I believe it is completely sold out now, but if you check out the Funko blog, it gives you all the information that you need to go to the in-person event. Um, but it is a ticketed event. And then there is the digital convention portion as well. So all of their exclusives will be available online on that day as well. And all the exclusives that are being released are on the Funko uh, website or on the information is on the blog or on their Instagram. So 
that's really cool. And we're going to talk a little bit more about a, something, another event like that happening. I would consider the FunkoCon, it's almost as if it's an offsite because it's happening sort of around the San Diego Comic-Con. And if the Comic-Con was actually happening in San Diego, this would probably be, be like Funko Fun Days, wouldn't it, Katie? It's kind of yeah. similar to, yeah. They mentioned Fun Days on the blog as well. And they're and they have exclusives, right? Convention there'll exclusives. Be a, there'll be a virtual event for that. Uh, all that information is on the blog because Fun Days. They're having a lottery for like the Fun Days bundles and all that. So. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. By the way, Brad wants you to know, Katie. Happy birthday, Jared Padalecki, today. Yeah. <laughs> also, Brad, yeah. we got to wish you happy birthday. This is Brad's birthday week as well. But happy birthday, Amanda, because we know we do it every day. And here's another one Brad wants us to PowerCon is September 11th through 12th in Anaheim. That's uh, Masters of the Universe, He-Man, and all that stuff. And there's, oh. it's it's going to be a big one this year because of Kevin Smith's new Netflix series, He-Man. Yeah. No, no, Masters of the Universe Revelations, right, Jake? That's what it's called. And we've been having discussions. There's still there's still controversy brewing about that. Hey, look at this. Jonathan Wilkinson is in Atlanta. He said he'll go to DragonCon and live stream. We're going to take you up on that offer, my friend. Yeah, I might be good. going down to the Atlanta Con. Some of our friends at the DragonCon reports um, that they're tabling down there and have invited us down. So we're, we'll see what happens. It's kind of a busy time of the year. The one thing about DragonCon, though, they have capped attendance. So, Katie, did you say that it's sold out? No, I didn't. I didn't know that. There's that information. I didn't see it on the website. I, okay. I wound up not seeing it. Yeah, I don't think it's sold out yet, but it probably will <laughs> because they are capping attendance. It's at five, those five downtown hotels, and it's um, it's going to be pretty pretty packed. All right, guys, let's go ahead and move on to Comic Con at home. We are going to start right up front with exclusives. The thing that's cool about Comic Con at home, um, this is their second year doing it. I think they've really, really kind of streamlined it and made it pretty pretty cool and like we say katie and danae and derek they're all going to take us through different sections of comic-con at home and it's they've got a lot going on but I, this is a cool section right here they have a lot of, of exclusives that are <laughs> luke's mom great job austin even from the basement <laughs> that's luke's mom <laughs> all right jake i'm gonna start pulling up some of these pictures of these exclusives that you have sent to us Yep. And you can kind of walk us through and tell us what it is we are looking at. These are okay. Comic-Con at-home exclusives for 2021. All right, let's get started. So this is from Super 7. This is a reaction figure Ninja Turtles um, carrying case. And you can see on the outside, it's that cool, like a shell, you know, design on it. And it actually comes with an exclusive, like, um, like kind of like a shiny... Michelangelo figure. So that's pretty fun. The exclusive thing to put your figures in. Cool. And you just tell me next when you're ready for the next one. Oh, just, yeah, just go ahead. You're good. Uh, Super seven also got the rights to Disney. So this is pretty. Wow. Cool. Yeah. And that's actually, I wish they had like a picture of it to scale. It's pretty big. I think it's like 24 inch tall or something like that. Oh, wow. For those who are not watching, sorry. I mean, who yeah, are watching? Sorry. Just it's, so it's um Super Seven is the company, and it's a Mickey Mouse tall vinyl figure that has part soft goods like on the clothes and stuff. And it's I forget which what animated short that's from. Like the this is the, the Tate Mickey Taylor. Yeah, the Taylor yeah, or something like that. Yeah. So then 
they have started a whole new line called uh, Disney Ultimates, and they have like Robin Hood and a couple mm-hmm. other characters. So they're dipping their toe into the Disney thing, which is pretty big, pretty big get, as you can imagine. <laughs> is this yeah. the tailor from um, Mickey and the Beanstalk? Was he? I think, was I think it. I think it is. Yeah, it might be. Okay. What's cool. the What's the price on that? Do you know, Jake? I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. okay. No worries. I know worries. Yeah. Uh, from Super Seven again. They have uh, Army of Darkness, a reaction figure. This is one of the Deadite Scouts, and it's a re-release of original, but this is the exclusive one, which is Glow in the Dark. So that's pretty fun. That's cool. And uh, I want to I want to add a little something to the segment. I want to know: Will you buy it or not after each thing? Will oh, okay. <laughs> we'll be buying this one. Okay. Um, so far, nothing I'll I'll buy. So, we'll yeah. Uh, this is cool too. This is just another, a fun re-release of the um, Army of Darkness, and I don't know what language that Japanese or I can't tell what it is. But uh, yeah, it's very Indiana said, Jones looking. What they, they said. Thing. They said the the funny thing. I, I think I heard them say that the title, the character title, because it's as Ash. From, as far as I know, that is Japanese. It's Japanese. Okay, good. Uh, it's Ash from uh, Army of Darkness, but. They had the funny uh, title of card that says, I guess if you translate that, it says like Captain Supermarket or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, hilarious. That's, that's pretty cool. If I had the chance, I might get that one just to keep in, in the package. Cool. It's real fun. That is cool. Uh, yeah, these are fun too. More reaction figures. These are, they also got the rights for Power Rangers. So they have these three and three quarter inch Power Ranger action figures. These have already been released, but these the exclusive ones, you can see they're like battle damage. So you see they got kind of like scuffed up and little like burn marks on their outfits like when you would watch the show and they'd have like the explosions happen you'd see their costumes get all dirty and stuff yeah so they did a little fun tribute to that are they like the two inch figures three yeah inch figures? the three and three quarter inch figures yeah, yeah. just like the five point articulation so yeah yep go ahead next we're one. talking these are power oh. rangers did we see yeah. that yep. yeah all right yep. this next so, one yeah this is a lot of fun so this is the uh Shogun Godzilla, which in, back in what was it, the '60s or '70s when it originally came out, it was a real tall collectible, you know, toy, and it had the the fire that would shoot out of his mouth, and I think his hand would pop off and stuff. So they took that exact figure and just shrunk it down to three and three quarter inch scale. So that's mm-hmm. the exclusive from Super Seven, and that's, that's that'll cool. be that's going to be a big hit. Yeah, so oh, yeah, I would. I'm getting that immediately. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I would definitely would like to pick that one up if I'm if I'm able to, and it's not sold out. Yeah, and for those listening, this is the most terrifying looking Godzilla <laughs> you've ever seen. It, it looks like he's eating a pop, uh, a lollipop. Yeah, it is he definitely looks like Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Yes, it's yeah. definitely. Yeah. It looks like a rubber suit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that's so this is from. Um, this is really cool. This is from a company they're called Cryptozoic. I think it's what it. Yep, it's what it is. It's Derek yeah. in his pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> so How it's um. Know? Catwoman from the uh, Batman Returns film, Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. version. Michelle Pfeiffer, wasn't yeah, say. and it's just like a cartoony kind of like uh, statue of that, but it's just really—it looks really awesome. Like the design of it's really cool, and it's—I like how it's her near the end of the movie because you can see her her um, mask is all ripped up and her hair is sticking out. Oh so yeah, that's, yeah, that's still I think my favorite version of Catwoman. Just mm-hmm. the yeah, the cool. character, you know, her whole story arc is so good in that. Oh yeah, so yep. Very cool. Let's go ahead next. This is from home. This is from Hallmark. This is the new ornaments that they're coming out with. So this is from Star Wars: The Holiday Special, the actually the first appearance of Boba Fett. 
Yeah. Oh, and gee, they, Boba Fett. Say, he looks like the Adult Swim version. Yeah. Uh, that explains it. So, I'm assuming that uh, Luke will be buying that one. I definitely want to get this one. Yeah. So Luke might have to pick that one up too. It's yeah, but that's how his original color, whatever palette was. And the fun fact was that they based a lot of Mandalorian off of this short. If you can see the weapon he has, that kind of pronged rifle yep. thing. That's mm -hmm. what they gave the Mandalorian in the show. So that's Did they also inspire really characters on Rick and Morty. Uh, maybe I don't. Know. <laughs> he's wearing sweatpants. That what's it's a great sweatpants in this. He, he, he was, he he's, like a he's a cartoon. He's a cartoon. They had to simplify it. Yeah. Here we go. So this is from Mattel. These are the Masters of the Universe. They're actually, um, I think they're Hot Wheels, like little cars, you know. Mm -hmm. And they just took the Mattel Masters of the Universe figures and gave them in their little vehicle. So Skeletor is in the. It's called. I think it's called the Land Shark. Yeah, Land mm -hmm. Shark. And then I forget what the one He Man's in, but those are vintage figures and they just like shook them down to little die cast things so that's pretty fun that's cool that's from mattel uh this is awesome this is from mattel <laughs> <laughs> this is really cool it's all about the packaging too because it has the light so it's from okay sorry it's jurassic park it's the it's called the amber collection which is the toy line from mattel <laughs> and it's uh samuel L. jackson's character uh mr arnold in jurassic park being chased by a raptor <laughs> and I think I think he does have a removable arm. And so <laughs> that's great. That yeah. is awesome. So that's definitely that's just that just shows. I love the exclusives in the packaging and how just the amount of detail they go into. Yeah. And so it lights up. Yeah, it lights up. You can see there's there's the button in the middle, and you can see the underneath the the grate or whatever the floorboards are. Don't yeah. they pre-sale on this? Like you can pre-buy it. I think so. I think a lot of these uh, they've already done pre-sale and yeah. a, a lot of stuff is sold out some stuff is up on the websites but it's not available until like a certain uh -huh. day yeah yeah, yeah. And, then, and then once they do it it's gonna be you know madhouse yeah exactly hey janae check out this one <laughs> yep <laughs> those are fun so these are exclusive pins from entertainment earth for loki and you see the one that just has his name like kind of like the whatever the well, this is one of the variants is wearing when he stormed yeah. the bunker. Yep, when he's and got the rip-up rip jacket. Loki ever, alligator Loki. Alligator Loki. <laughs> yep, I get. I guarantee those are gonna go fast. Those are really. Oh, cool. they are. I would love to have one, but like, I'm. I'm not even gonna try. I know it's. It's a. It's a mute point to even attempt it now, by now. Entertainment <laughs> Earth can be hit or miss. Like mm -hmm. Entertainment Earth is hit or miss for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is from uh, what's I think it's Diamond Collectibles. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's the. Cobra Kai um, action figure three pack. So you got all three characters there. You got Daniel San and Johnny and Kreese. So I don't know if these are going to be released individually or if this is like just an exclusive pack. But I think that I think that was either Entertainment Earth or Big Bag Toy Store. One of those mm -hmm. you can you can get that. So that was a lot of fun. This is really cool. This is from Star Wars or from Hasbro, Star Wars, the Black Series. This is the Mandalorian figure. This is actually the very first Dave Filoni action figure. Oh, wow. Of, of his character from the Mandalor Mandalorian, uh, what's his name? Trapper Wolf. So this oh. is, yeah, really fun. I think I, this is the same one, right? Yeah. So that's his kiss. So you remember his, his character in the movie? They, he was in season one. I think, he, was he in season two? I don't know. They're the ones that show up and they blow up the the bad guy ship after they get on, go on the prison ship. Remember that? And they sent the X-Wings in. I know he's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's obviously Dave Filoni. He's a creator of a lot of, co-creator of Mandalorian and Rebels and yeah, 
Clone Wars and all this great stuff. So it's really fun that he gave him his own tribute. Dave Filoni is a legend. He's soon going to be a, a legend. Yeah. I think you're, yeah. This He's, next one I love so much. Yeah, oh yeah. This is really cool. So again from Hasbro, yeah. this is Star Wars, the Black Series. Um, it's the, <laughs> the Cantina Showdown. I didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, Cantina Showdown. So it's a three-pack Black Series figures. <laughs> <laughs> They're excited. You can see. I, I would buy this if it had B. Arthur. B. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to delve too deep into the holiday special. They'll just give the little Boa Fett. <laughs> yeah. But this is a lot of fun. This is the first time you're getting those other characters. Doctor, what's his name? Evans Evanzen or Evanzen or whatever. And yeah. Ponda Baba, which who, back in the day they just called Walrus Man. So. Yep. Does his get, arm come off? I'm sure it does. <laughs> well, look at the face on Obi Wan. That looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, All right. I love this next one. <laughs> yeah. So this was from yeah. oh, just a couple more. Yeah. This is from uh, the company's called Beast Kingdom, and it's a vinyl statue of Thor and Korg from uh, <laughs> Endgame, and they're sitting on the couch playing video games. <laughs> it's Fat Thor. Fat, yeah. They call him Bro Thor. Bro Thor. Bro Thor. So that was. I think that this. I think this actually already did pre. Sell out. Oh, the animation on the faces is great. Yeah, pre-order sold. Out. Yeah, I like and look at two different colored eyes for Thor. You know, since he yeah. Yeah. one out, I love yeah. it. This is cool. This is a, I think it's a Hot Wheel or some collectible. I don't think it looks like an ornament, but it's not. <laughs> it's um <laughs> actually it, it's called the first Batmobile. So I guess if you look into the comics <laughs> and see the very first version of the Batmobile, it looks like that. A car nice. with yep. a bat, a bat on the you know, hood <laughs> ornament. That's it. <laughs> All right, here's your final one. Last one. This is another Hallmark uh, ornament. This is the Ghostbusters Ecto One, and this is how it looks in the new movie uh, Afterlife. Whenever, mm. whenever that's coming out, who knows? Hey, when is that movie <laughs> I believe out? it's soon. Yeah, it's soon. It's a, yeah. You can tell because yeah, it has that for Halloween at least. Mm, yeah, it, it comes out. One. It has it the what, Jake? What were you gonna say? Um, yeah. If you go back to the picture, it has the little um, trapper on wheels, like the ghost trap on wheels. I guess they must like put it on a oh yeah remote, yeah remote control, like a little remote control car, and send it out. Hold Sounds on, let cool. me see. Get close. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, can I mention one more collectible? Yeah, I don't have a picture of it, but Funko announced their first diecast uh, figure. Um, that's going to be Captain America, OG Captain America. Uh, it'll come in a hard case. From what it looks like, it comes in a hard plastic case around it. Uh, they've only posted the picture, so it's kind of hard to tell from the picture. But from the picture, it looks like it comes in a hard case, like the new comic book cover ones that they're doing. But yeah, it's the first diecast one. Nice. Cool. It's Yeah, I was like, I had to ask what diecast was because I'm a terrible collector. I was like, what does that mean? And they're like, that means it's not plastic. And I was like... <laughs> what Funko is doing <laughs> stuff that's not plastic like okay so that's one that's of the exclusives that'll be available for FunCon. Funko is one of the only companies I think that still will do exclusive and have them be like vac metalized like the real shiny things like a lot of companies won't do that I don't know mm -hmm. why if it's just like the cost or if it's not good yeah. for the environment or whatever but they'll have like i remember when star wars celebration can <laughs> when, do, when do collectible companies care about I, the environment well like mattel and places like uh i think barbies are gonna have non-plastic cover so it's just gonna be like solid cardboard with like a picture of it 
of the yep. doll on the outside instead of actually being to look and, and see. So they are kind of trying trying to do yeah. And Hasbro has thrown out some ideas for like their Star Wars, like what do you guys think of this or this design? And everyone's like, nope, nope, just don't mess with it. So we'll we'll see how things progress. But and Jake, before you leave, I just want to ask you about something. And by the way, you're welcome to stay for the whole show. I mean, but before your expertise turns off, just kidding. Um, have you heard about the sideshow con which is happening? No. Okay. Side, Actually, side nice. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And then I'm going to talk about this for a second, and, and then uh, we'll go with Danae, and then Katie and Derek, all right? And we'll kind of hit the highlights of that. But Sideshow, you know, they're they're huge. You're one of the huge. Yeah. They're, they're kind of like – I. it's kind of hard to – They're real, they're real like high-end collectibles, like very detailed, very yep. expensive, very, very cool. Yeah. Right. It's a week long? Yeah, so like we've uh, since it's it's the same time. So sideshow is having its own con, the sideshow con, which is going on ex this entire week. The first day started today. It goes to July nineteenth through July twenty fifth, which uh, this re this marks the return of sideshow con. Sideshow's popular spin on the uh, virtual con. While most of San Diego Comic Con's exhibitors might take their booths online for digital events in 2020 last year sideshow actually centered theirs around a real world physical space in other words they were in a physical space and they were showing videos and making videos and doing panels from a physical space you could walk around you know you could get online and, and walk around their space which was really cool it's a custom-made installation and it recreated Sideshow's jaw-dropping comic-con exhibition art gallery style presence that's a press release and so uh you know Anyways, so this week they are live streaming all week long. They have many live streams happening, live streams happening during the week. These include highlight reels, in-depth looks at new products, games, booth tours, trivial kahoot, the new at sideshow shows, unsealed and revealed, the comics hall, the unsold out show, steal the deal, and more. And they will be giving things away every single day. For example, they're going to be giving away a, and like Jake said, these are high-end collectibles, sometimes the larger kind of statues. And they're they're like spot on. They look exactly like the characters in the films they're portraying. Superman, Call to Action is going to be one day. Wolverine Premium is going to be given away on a day. Harley Quinn, Hell on Wheels Premium format is being given away. Justice League, Batmobile Diorama, Cyclops Premium format. Thanos, the modern version statue is being given away, and Michael Myers quarter scale statue. Do you know what that means? A quarter scale? That means it's one fourth the height of Michael Myers. That's crazy. So that those are just some of the giveaways we're giving. It's be six foot. <laughs> He's to a find yeah, out so more literally it's, it's the size of Chucky. Yeah, yeah. I'm 12 feet tall. <laughs> more things to scare Jim with. <laughs> Anyways, you can go to sideshows.com events and it is all there it is all week and they're having live streams panels all week long and um that's kind of cool it's so i call that along with the funko event that katie was talking about these are some of the quote-unquote off sites that are happening during comic-con this year and i know some of there's actually some vendors who are having some meetups down in san diego this next weekend if you want to travel down there they're not having big events but like um oh I'll find the name of, uh, there's one that I put in here that I forgot to write down. Anyways, in some of the art shops and some of the comic shops, they're having some 
some meetups in San Diego. So if you guys happen to be in San Diego, go check them out and make sure you check whatever the regulations are of the day from the state of California because they seem to change by the day. So with that said, one of the biggest parts when you have a convention online, perhaps the most important part are the panels. And we can't give you all of them. We're definitely going to give you some of the highlights. And we're going to start with Danae, who is going to give us the highlights from Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars. Woohoo! Now, NBD, just, you know, the small group of highlights here that Jim has had Jimmy to talk about. So I'm going to buzz right through these because I've taken a ton of time, um, but we can still comment on what we're excited for. Um, first of all, on Friday, July 23rd, we have Marvel Comics. We have X-Men coming right out of the gate with something awesome. Um, Stan Lee, Marvel, and Rolling Stone 50th anniversary. That is that's crazy to me that both of these are, you know, that old i i feel old and i'm a child um for motherhood motherland sorry for salem a look into season two um that's coming also on friday we also have star wars the high republic we are the republic sounds exciting um duncanville i've seen one episode of this starring amy poehler and from what i understand she will be on that panel and i mean if anybody who's seen anything within you know the pop culture world in the last 10 years you know the amy poehler is awesome she's got to be great on there also i'm really excited about this her universe fashion show um i'd love to talk about this more on con girls but um her universe has some amazing clothes i have should have worn it tonight i wasn't thinking ahead but i have a her universe dress that's designed to look like bb8 and they just um my first one yeah, I think they have amazing stuff. Like they were the first ones to make the Dalek dress, but they're doing a fashion show, show so we can see all their stuff. They make things that, um, I mean, they make jackets and shirts that look like things characters wear. It would surprise me if we might, maybe, I don't know. I haven't done a ton so, of research, so, so actually, forgive me. I know about this. I can talk a little bit about it. Uh, the Her Universe Fashion Show is actually a competition uh, fashion show. Um, fans Ooh. submit their own designs. They pick a certain amount of designs, and those walk the runway, and they um, are multiple winners, one audience winner and one panel winner. Uh, the winners get to design a line for Her Universe, a hot topic that line. That sounds awesome. Not one of my I good love friends. Like- uh, the one of the, the girls that you met at Ben and Bree's house is actually one of the winners from that in years past. So yeah, it's actually uh, completely, uh, basically people design looks that are couture, not costumey. They have to look fashiony, uh, based off of whatever they might want to make a fandom for. Uh, the last in-person mm-hmm. event, the winner was a Jurassic Park dress that was like completely like beaded on the back to have a dinosaur on it, like. Oh, they wow. go all out. I actually uh, submitted last year. I did not submit this year. But yeah, it's actually a really fun show. I highly recommend it. And the founder of um, Her Universe, Ashley, is it Ashley Eckstein? Yes. Yes. Who? Why do we know that name? She's the voice of She-Ra on the, and, uh, on Ahsoka, the new Yeah, and oh, she's yeah, the and voice Ahsoka. of Ahsoka, Ahsoka yeah. from Clone Wars, which is I huge. I believe she's also, not She-Ra, but she's all, she is one of the voices on the She-Ra show. Cool, cool, cool. I'm really hoping that they give us like a um, Black Widow vest now. Because, I mean, I want one. We all want one. If Florence Pugh talked about it, I'm going to be into it. Let's be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, moving on to Saturday, the 25th. um, In Convert. 
conversation, conversation with Alex Russ, the Alex Russ Marvel Comics mural and poster book. Um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway from Animation Engineering. This sounds awesome. I'm a big Disney nerd and I um, a former Disney cast member. I would love to see anything about Minnie and Minnie. There, my bros. The one I'm most excited about, though, is also on Saturday, and that is the Mysterious Benedict Society. Guys, if you have not checked out this show, please go watch it. It's on Disney Plus. It's a great book, which I've read some pieces of here and there because, unfortunately, um, I did not get the book until after I was kind of like outside of the age range for mm-hmm. it. But it um, it's an amazing story about like we cannot be controlled by um, fear is basically the theme of it. And Tony Hale, Kristen Shaw, who I point out because I am wearing my Louise ears, um, just some really talented kids. Um, but yeah, it's on Disney Plus. They have not dropped all the episodes yet. New episodes every Friday, but it's an amazing show to binge, The Mysterious Benedict Society. Um, also, we've got The Great Norse right at noon. I have seen a couple episodes of this show it's um it's really fun it's about family in alaska you got nick offerman is the dad um jenny slate is the main character and she's i mean she's awesome in everything she does and the science of star wars which sounds really great i'm sure derek would have some comments on that because i've heard him argue that the science of star trek makes a little bit more sense but we won't get into that because we believe in coexisting here at the con guys and then of course Bob's Burgers at 3 p.m. Easily my favorite animated show as seen by the costume I am displaying. I am so excited for all of these panels, you guys. I know that I cannot get to all of them, but I will get to as many as I can. And hey, that Danae. being said, I will. Yes. Hey, Craig, I think we skipped July 24th. If you could just like touch on those real quick. Oh, we did. Thank you. I'm sorry. I, I scrolled too fast. Thank you so much. No July 24th. That's why I jumped into Call the 25th Saturday. <laughs> it's not a Sunday. Thanks, Jim. You're a great big brother. Um, on the 21st, <laughs> or sorry, the 24th, which is Saturday. Let me try that again. On the 24th, um, The Simpsons, season 33 and beyond. Oh I saw that and I was like, that's not real. The Simpsons has not been on longer than I've been alive. That cannot be correct. Apparently it is because Comic-Con's going to get things accurately. <laughs> um, Disney television animation. Am- Amphibia and the Owl House. I really don't know much about that one. Well, Amphibia and the Owl House. Interesting. It's, a, it's a good show. Awesome. I, I trust it if you like it, Jim. Also, <laughs> Central Park, which was created by um, the guy that created Bob's Burgers. I hear I have not watched it yet, but it's on my list. Um, I just don't have Apple Plus. I get the idea. It's a lot of the similar hum- a lot of similar humor. The art animation is really the same. Um, Lafayette from Hamilton does a voice in it. I know that. And of course, you got Family Guy, American Dad, um, all of those classics. Black Panther, Tales of Wakanda. Um, I don't know what that is, but I'm excited for it. And then Marvel oh, Universe Danae, Superheroes um, Exhibition. Black Panther is a Marvel superhero. Um, oh, yeah. thank you for clearing that up. Yeah. I was wondering why it said Marvel <laughs> right underneath of it, but that explains it. So yeah, just wanted to help you with that. Thank you, you know. so much. 
<laughs> I'm assuming. <laughs> um, I don't. Well, that being, I don't know if that's. I'm assuming that it is animation because it's listed with all the other animation things. But it sounds fun. I would watch it. I I love Black Panther. I love I love Marvel, unless yeah. it's the show that I'm not going to name. So. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's. Thanks for thanks for letting me cover those. That was exciting. That was exciting just to read that list. Yeah. You did great. Now Katie's going to give us some insight and some cool TV and film panels that you guys want, might want to check out. Yeah, so on Wednesday night, aka if you guys have been to Comic-Con, that is technically usually preview night, which is usually where they show pilots for upcoming WB shows. It's almost always WB, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but this year, the Wednesday panel is at 1 p.m., and it is on Unmasking Snake Eyes, G.I.G. Origins, aka the new G.I. Joe film. Uh, yep. Or G.I. film. Yeah, so this movie comes out... Uh, it's either right after this or right before. I think it comes out right that Friday, if mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Uh, they're gonna have the cast and crew there, including Henry Golding. I'm really excited about this as an Asian American because it is an Asian American lead. You know him from Crazy Rich Asians. He was fantastic in that movie. So it's the guy from Crazy Rich Asians and he will be there with his fellow castmates to kind of give us some an inside look on the new film, uh, Snake Eyes. So I'm really excited about it. Uh, there's a lot of Asian content coming out in the next few months, and I'm, like, living for it. So on that note, on Friday, for all of you anime fans, I have yet to watch this show, but it always has a massive presence at Comic-Con, and that is Dragon Ball. So Dragon Ball will be at 10 a.m. on Friday morning, along with a panel that I'm sure Derek will be interested in, Star Trek, Prodigy, and Star Trek Lower Decks. That's at 10 a.m. on Friday. Friday, July 23rd. Anything Star Trek, I'm just like, Derek's going to watch that, you know. So, and maybe Ben. So, yeah. And then 11 a.m. says Amazon slash IMDb TV. So, I'm assuming that is a presentation by those particular streaming services about kind of what's up and coming. Uh, and then some of these I have not heard of. I'm just going to skip a few of these because we have a lot of things to get through. Uh, of course, 12, 12 p.m. Netflix geeked is the Masters of the Universe Revelation panel, which is going to have a lot of hype around it. Uh, that's the new Netflix Masters of the Universe show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that is 1 p.m. VHS 94. I don't know what it is about the year 94 right now, but apparently <laughs> that is the new horror year that we are touching on. Because it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Later on, on that day at 4 p.m., Netflix Geeked is having a panel on Fear Street Trilogy. Uh, I don't know if you guys have watched Fear Street. I've watched the first one. I have not watched the part two yet, and part three just dropped. But yeah, me and Luke watched two part parts one and two. Did yeah, you... I haven't watched part two or three yet. Is that the new three? Netflix show? Yeah, yeah, that's the new Netflix uh, trilogy uh, based off of the works of R.L. Stein. Uh, okay. Honestly, I am loving it. I love the first one. I heard the second one is better. Uh, the third one, and it's weird. It's a trilogy, but it kind of goes. The stories are in reverse chron chronological order. So the first one took place in 1994. The second one is 76, right? I think it's 76. Uh, yeah, yeah uh, I believe so. 86. Or, no, wait, I don't 70. think it's 80. I think it's 76. And oh, then yeah. the final one is part three is uh, 1776 and 1766. 1666. Small plug. Last week we dropped a scare guy interview that we did with one of the actresses from Fear Street and from The Conjuring. What's, who was that, Luke? It was uh, Charlene. Yes. She's a good friend. Nice. She's a really good friend of ours, and she was also in a a series. Which, which Fear Street one is she in? One which and part? three. 
Okay, gotcha. All right. All but right. yeah, check that out if you guys haven't. It's on Netflix. All parts are all available on Netflix now, but they'll have their panel at 4 p.m. Uh, Netflix has kind of been coming in uh, really like they there was no presence for the first few years and now netflix is coming in like with all the content at, at comic-con uh rick and morty for all you rick and morty fans is at the same time at 4 p.m uh there's also slasher flesh and blood at six along with destination fear tales from route 66 at 5 p.m so a lot of horror content uh, yeah. coming out on on friday there saturday we've got uh hbo max slash warner brothers looney tunes cartoons looney tunes making a big comeback of course because of um Space Jam coming out. That just came out. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Hoping to, though. Uh, and then we have some of the big ones, which is Fear the Walking Dead is at 1 p.m. And then The Walking Dead, The World Beyond is at 2 p.m. And then The Walking Dead is at 3 p.m. Cool. Uh, so that's that. Roswell, New Mexico at 3 p.m. Um, Family Guy and American Dad, which are always back-to-back, -back, 4 and 5 p.m. Uh, Lucifer, Netflix, Netflix Geek Lucifer at 5 p.m. Creep Show, which the con scare guy is a big fan of. So yeah. Creep Show came out at 6 p.m. Awesome show if you guys have not been able to check it out. Uh, and then a reunion for Stargate Atlantis. So that'll probably be a pretty pretty popular panel. Then Sunday in true Whoian fashion is the Doctor Who panel. If you guys have ever been to Comic-Con, Doctor Who is always there on Sunday. Uh, yep. Curious to see how that goes because there's a little bit of speculation and not sure where it's going so i'm sure they're going to answer some questions with that uh we also have the show that there's a few of them here that on that danae already talked about so i'm gonna skip them dexter at 1 p.m which i have so many speculations about so i don't i don't i don't know if i'll watch it like i'm just so on the fence about the fact that they are bringing it back so but there yeah, is dexter comes back yeah so dexter is going to be back they already announced that two characters who died in the show are going to be in the revival. So don't know how that works. Uh, yeah. So there's that. And then they're doing it like Black Widow. And then 2 p.m. The Legacy of Chucky, which is the new Chucky movie coming out. So. What'd you say, Danae? I can't click on the button. There we go. Um, maybe they're like flashbacks. Just mm -hmm. I don't know. Black Widow I just all happens. That show was so bad. The ending was so bad that I just do not think that they deserve to come back. <laughs> um, a friend of ours, a friend of the show, Scott Reynolds, is the executive producer of Dexter. He was on with us last year to go, was it last year? Yeah, to go through his uh, 30 top horror movies during the month of October. So we'll try to get him back again this year. Maybe we'll ask him some Dexter questions. What, where are maybe we, they can be. They can maybe they can turn my opinion around. But right now, I am have some major speculation about it. Yeah, Katie, I'm with you, Katie. Katie. I, I mean, because I enjoyed ahead, Dexter Nick. a lot, and then like the ending was just kind of like so bad. Eh. You know, it seems like a lot of shows just can't stick the landing. It almost every show that's just so good for so I don't, long. Yeah, I don't know a single person who liked the Dexter finale. I do not know a single person who did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you so much, Katie. I, yeah. we, we appreciate that. And also, I think, go ahead. I'm sad it's not on there, but Brooklyn Nine-Nine is coming back very soon, and it's the final season. And that actually one of the memories that showed up on my feed this week was when I waited four hours for their offsite at the last Comic-Con. And mm -hmm. I'm super excited about it. I'm a little sad they won't be there, so I can't get that last little dose of Andy Samberg before they no longer have the show. But. <laughs> And real quick before Derek jumps into his section, Brad, let us know that Walmart Collector Con is July 21 through 25th as well. They're going to be announcing new exclusives of G.I. Joe's, real Ghostbusters, Star Wars, and more. Have you heard about that one, Jake? 
<laughs> he's like, I'm writing this down. Nope. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, he's writing it down now. <laughs> All right, and then Derek's going to take us through some of the highlights from DC and Warner Brothers. Yeah, um, I will point out, I'm not sure if this came up earlier, I've been trying to fix some things on my computer tonight, but both DC and Marvel announced that they were not going to be bringing their big movies to the convention. Uh, however, of course, the comics and a lot of the TV shows are still having a presence there. Um, that said, uh, there's a big presence of DC and Warner owns quite a few court companies, you know, things like Cartoon Network and Adult Swim. Um, and a lot of their shows are going to be there, too. Um, I say there. Of course, it's all virtual, but we're going to have panels from each of them. Yep. So on Friday, July 23rd, we have Batman Fear State at 1 p.m. Um, and following that. DC Horror, uh, call it DC Read with the Lights On at 4 p.m. So um, DC does have some comics that are kind of focusing on scarier stories within the DC multiverse. That could yeah. be kind of fun if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> um, at uh, Also at 12 p.m. on Friday is Adventure Time Distant Lands. Now, if you're a fan of Adventure Time, uh, I watched several seasons of it, particularly when I was temping at Cartoon Network because I just wanted to get to know the stuff. And it is, you know, it's a really creative kind of bizarre sort of fantasy cartoon show. Um, and it's one that is geared for kids, but older audiences can still enjoy. And they have, they've done, they've been doing a series of specials called Distant Lands. And I believe it was at last year's con, they featured one that was just focused on Bimo, who's one of the characters. Um, and here they're going to, I believe, I think, Together Again is the one that just recently premiered, and then they're going to preview Wizard City, which is the third special that's coming out. And this is covering the broader world of Adventure Time. Um, the Rick and Morty panel is Friday at 4 p.m. And then um, Adult Swim and Crunchyroll together are working on a project called Blade Runner Black Lotus. That panel is 5 p.m., and it's an animated series in the same world as the Blade Runner movies. Nice. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that does sound really amazing. And that if you're into that stuff at all, and I didn't check to see like who all was involved in the panel. But um, if you like a, if you like adult animation, then you'll probably really enjoy this if you're into <laughs> sci-fi stuff at all. Um, and another thing that is not DC or Warner Brothers, but I wanted to give it a plug because I've seen them before at Comic-Con <laughs> Live. Um, Klingon Lifestyles uh, is doing their presentation at 5 p.m. That is... So when they actually do the show at Comic-Con, it is a fan-made play that they do in one of the convention rooms. So it doesn't have a high production value. It, it comes, it's, it's kind of like watching community theater with you know shoestring or no budget. And people who love cosplaying Star Trek stuff just do a play that they did, that they put together themselves. <laughs> it's really silly. It is just fun for fans. And I didn't get to see their thing last year, but they, they did, as I recall, they did a special like this where it was kind of like the play they don't really do at Comic-Con. And they do a new one every year. Um, but they did one that was virtual on Zoom, and they're doing that again this year. So that's Friday at 5, and it is worth watching if you just want to get into fan-made stuff. Probably lots of deep dives and great obscure references to Star Trek and probably other pop culture stuff are in there too. Uh, moving on to Saturday... HBO Max and Warner Brothers Animation, Looney Tunes Cartoons. Now, that's the series that HBO Max has that's, you know, newer cartoons with all the Looney Tunes characters. Um, I did have a friend who animated, worked on the animation for this show. Um, there are, like, stuff like this is kind of fun if you want to have stuff that kids can watch, too. Um, and as the con kids is just getting started off, I did want to highlight this. Um, cool. 
then we've got a Superman panel at 11 a.m. on Saturday. This is, of course, again, focusing on the comics. It's called Truth, Justice, and a Better DC Universe, A New Future for the Man of Steel. I'm not sure what that means, because when people start talking about new futures and reimagining characters, all these warnings go off in my mind. I'm like, yeah. oh, you also, like, people don't want to say truth, justice, and the American way. We haven't actually heard Superman say that in a long time, um, as if, like, he can't speak positively about America. Um, I know that's not really the case, but you know, the soldier in me is like, uh, what's wrong with America? Um, <laughs> but anyway, there's a very little description on, uh, on the site about this panel of what, what's actually involved in it. It's just, you know, a new future for the man of steel. So I'm not exactly sure what's going on. I know a couple of years ago, there was this whole thing of Superman going into the sixth dimension and then like they were revealing this future Superman or something. Um, but I don't follow the comics that closely, so I don't really know where that went. Dark Knight, changing Death up Metal, the character is always scary. Yeah, I just I'm just a little concerned. However, we'll see. It could be it could still be great. Yeah, um, it could be awesome, but it's 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 nerve wracking because I've shared my thoughts about like Narnia on Netflix yeah. too. It's like it's good for yeah. a reason. Let's not mess too much with it. He's yeah. been around for what seventy years. Awesome. Yeah. 80 years. Yeah. So let's not reimagine him too much, you yeah. know. Um, and then at 2 p.m. on Saturday is Dark Knight's Death Metal, Death Metal, the soundtrack. So they've had a Dark Knight's Death Metal comics. Um, and this is actually music inspired by that, which I imagine will include some death metal. Um, and then finally, more like kid and family stuff. HBO Max and Warner Brothers Animation presents Jellystone. And I did not make a note of the time on that one, but it is in the afternoon. I'm wanting to say it's about three or 4 p.m. when that mm -hmm. goes on. Um, Sunday, July 25th, DC Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman Across the Multiverse at 11 a.m. Now this will be interesting too, because as the Marvel movies are doing right now, the DC movies have also kind of hinted at some multiverse stuff because they did say they were doing uh, Flashpoint. We haven't heard any updates on that movie for a while, so don't really know exactly where that's gonna go, but there have been interesting announcements from there too. And we already know there is a multiverse in the DC comics. Um, so that could be an interesting one for any Wonder Woman fans. Then DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I did go through the schedule fairly quickly, but this is the only panel I saw about a CW DC show. Yeah, which is interesting because they yeah. normally have a big presence. Um, I found that a little bit interesting too, that there's not more because we have Batwoman season three coming out. We have the mm -hmm. Flash still going. Um, well, I'm just wondering if it's scheduling conflict. I'm, I'm guessing, like I know they still have a big fan Fan following for a lot of those shows. I'm guessing having, Marvel is having the Marvel Fandom again this year after this, so they're having their own Hall H Comic Con all day event. So I think DC or Marvel? Do you see? You mean? Oh, I'm sorry, I meant DC, not Marvel. I was going to say sorry, DC, Warner Brothers, DC. I was yeah. going to ask that, yeah, because DC and WB are the biggest presence at San Diego Comic Con on yeah. a normal year. Yeah, yeah, so. and I also suspect that since they're not having a presence there at Comic-Con at home with the big movies, they might be saving those for the yeah. Comic-Con Thanksgiving weekend where they could do a lot big a lot of big announcements with people there. Um, so we'll see. And it's also going to be a smaller crowd there, but there might be a lot of buzz around it. Yeah, the DC uh, the fandom event is October 16th. Okay. Okay. So we could probably expect some big announcements related to the DC movies and TV shows then. Yeah. Yep. When, um, does, but, when does the Batman come out? Have they announced that yet? I don't oh. think they've announced a release date yet. Yeah. I, I mean, they might. I don't follow DC as much as I follow Marvel. 
I'm surprised they're not doing a Suicide Squad panel. But yeah, that's 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 probably the most shocking thing to me yeah. that they're not doing a Suicide Squad. But again, panel. we'll probably get a lot of that in October and in some. Well, no, more. Suicide Squad comes yeah. out in August. Yeah. So my bad. Oh no! Yeah, yeah no worries. <laughs> well, you know who knows. Maybe they think it doesn't need it because yeah, they dropped the trailers before and everything. So is it a is it a direct sequel to the other one or is it like a reboot or? It's I think it's a soft reboot at least. Yeah. Just yeah. happens. Has, um, has anyway, the same people. Yeah. There's a Jason lot. Of Legends of Tomorrow is at noon on Sunday. <laughs> Powering through. So that is like one live action DC title that we are getting at the Comic Con at home. It's Legends of Tomorrow Sunday, 12 p.m. Um, the last thing I was going to highlight is also not exactly WB and DC, but the art of Stardust with Charles Vess and Neil Gaiman is at 2 p.m. on Sunday. That's okay. That sounds Stardust. amazing. Yeah, I mean, Stardust was a really great fantasy movie, but of course, the the novel was by Neil Gaiman, um, and then this is the artist who might have done concept art for the for the film. I was trying to understand exactly, but there's. I think he's released a book, just the art of Stardust. That's um, a great and, be, and Neil Gaiman, of course, is going to be there. Um, we one time, let's see, what year was it? We went to the panel that was the anniversary panel for the Nightmare Before Christmas, and they had a surprise um, surprise host for the panel, the moderator, and it was Neil Gaiman, which was really amazing. And I was more excited about seeing him than yeah. the people on the panel, even though that was a good panel. I was really excited about seeing Neil Gaiman in person. That was uh, interesting because that panel was at Comic-Con, but it was sponsored by D23. Hmm. Oh, yeah. that's a Disney yeah. property. Yeah. yeah. I think that was 2017 because the last Comic-Con I attended in person was 2016. And I'm pretty sure Derek was texting me about it, about it while I was at home. And, Has it been that yeah. long? Oh. Maybe. All right, Derek, is that it? That's all on my list. I'm sure I missed some. Um, but again, you know that Cartoon Network and Adult Swim, sometimes they do their own thing simultaneously. As far yeah. as I know, Adult Swim isn't doing a separate thing this year. They're doing something. They're doing Is a- FX doing something similar too? So much of what I could find, I found out like later was actually last year's announcements. Yeah. yeah. It's really annoying. Like I Googled stuff. I was going through this whole list and had put a bunch of stuff together and then found out, oh shoot, this is 2020. That's why the dates are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, All so right. I think Adult Swim's doing something. It may not be this exact week. They're doing something to show some shows. All right. We are going to wrap up at Luke Cheeseman. Do you have any dark horse, any kind of panels that we have not touched on or have we covered all your panels? I just want to say kind of in general, I was kind of looking on the site. A lot of the panels that you typically kind of do see where they give, you know, spotlights on different artists or they, you know, teach like educational stuff of if you want to get into comics or you want to learn different things in the industry or more specific stuff. A lot of that stuff is still on there. I know we kind of went for some of the big stuff, the studio stuff, but a lot of the stuff, if you're wanting to be an artist, you're wanting to get into different things or if like you're wanting to know about like women in the industry and other, you know, like different specific, you know, type things a lot of that stuff still there so i want to encourage you to just look at the website and the cool thing that we've talked about before is the fact you know that's comic-con at home is great is that you're getting these videos recorded and a lot of times in the room you can't you there's so many panels going on at the same time so you can't like see a lot of them but now that they're on video but we all want to get back there you can you can watch multiple ones and you can go see some of these smaller niche ones that you normally don't get to see because you're at the bigger, 
you know, Hall H type panels and stuff. So I just encourage you to check stuff out. Also check out the vendors. There's a lot yeah. of vendors, including Hero Within, who's a friend of the con guy that'll be there that are, you know, trying to keep their businesses going, even though we're not meeting in person for this one. So I'd encourage you to support the exhibit exhibitors there that are on the site. There's a whole list of different people. So just, uh, still have your experience but it's it's online and i'm sure hopefully we'll be back by next year yeah and if you really want to recreate the experience you could just bring a sleeping bag into your living room or something and you know camp out next to your computer the night before one of these panels or go camp out on the sidewalk outside that's and how you want hard-boiled eggs and almonds like there <laughs> yeah hard-boiled eggs almonds and mre can I tell you something? I, I, it's genius. First, it's genius, I first knew, discovered that Derek and Katie were such friends because they were both camping out, and I don't remember which panel they were going Doctor to see. Who. It was the it's Doctor Who panel. <laughs> that was awesome. Worth it. And they were playing card games or something and just have, having a blast. Like that's part of the experience that I think we're missing yeah. is like just that communal, like can't, yeah. people camp out, not just to get into a panel, but you meet people, you have fun. And, and I hope yeah. we can get back to that. What Luke just said though is so important. So many of these vendors, they depend on these conventions for their livelihood. And I know that I've been following um, Hero Within, Tony this week, uh, crazy for Comic-Con, Tony Kim. He's teasing something really cool that they are putting out. I don't know if it's a panel or, or they're having some kind of cool release for from um, Hero Within. So you guys be looking for Tony. Go to Hero Within. Follow them on Twitter and um, Crazy for Comic Con. Follow because they're going to have something cool. Tony's always a good friend of ours and we like to support yeah. him. Yeah. And um, support these vendors. Just really support these local vendors because if we were there, we'd be buying this stuff. Jake went through a bunch of um, exclusives tonight. And, and some of those companies aren't like little bitty companies, but like Super 7, they're not a gigantic company. You know, they, so, you know, support them. You know, we may think that they're giant companies and they, they can get through this pandemic. Oh, they're, they're, they're becoming like a Funko. They're putting out so much stuff. Like, I get so many emails. I'm not saying they're a gigantic company yet. <laughs> But they're doing some awesome stuff. They, well. got, they got the they got the license to make Disney stuff, so like they're yeah, <laughs> and that's expensive. So you know. Yep, it is. It is. Does anybody have anything else to say before we wrap up the show? Because we have gone over by about twenty minutes, so we want to give you we give you guys the best respect and not take up all your time. But we hope we see you guys. We'll be following uh, Comic Con at home this week. We'll be tweeting. Tweet at us. Let us know what you guys think because we are. I'm excited about it. I am really excited about it. It's going to be a good time. And although I can't, like everybody here says, we can't wait to get back to the cons. But in the meantime, we will be watching uh, Comic-Con at home. Hey, Katie, where can people find you online? Uh, I'm Katie. You can follow, find me at KT underscore Christine across all social media, TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I also tweet and live tweet from both the Con Girls and Con Guy Twitter as well. Um, if you guys do have, a, if you are a vendor at Comic-Con and your livelihood is Comic-Con, please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram and so we can give you a shout out and we can maybe give us a little thing that we can shout out and help you guys out. We would love to do that uh, because we know that your livelihood, we miss you guys just like you guys. Uh, we know that you guys make a lot of your money from that and uh, we want to help out in any way we can. So feel free to just send a tweet our way and we'll retweet it. So. Mm -hmm. That's right. 
I want to give a shout out to my friends, uh, one of the friends, my company that my friend works for, the Con Rangers. Uh, they do con badges uh, that are achievements for cons, and they have four exclusive badges coming out for the convention. So check them out. That's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Derek? Hi, I'm Derek Sams, and social media is a cesspool of ignorance and hate. It is poison. And um, it is going to be the downfall of our civilization. And my Twitter handle is Derek. <laughs> that was perfect. Right. Jake. You can find me on Instagram at the Jacoba system. Nice, nice. Danae. Um, you can find me on Instagram at C-N-A-Y-S. I'm excited to be able to watch some stuff without camping out. But, guys, I really miss Comic-Con. Can't wait. Crossing our fingers next year. We'll all right. be there. We'll be having drinks and celebrating Comic-Con the right way. And we do want to mention that for those who are willing, and there's a possible in-person Thanksgiving weekend smaller event. It's not Comic-Con, but it's a, a a filler event. So that that's for those of you who are special edition. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Cheeseman. Well, I'm Cheeseman here. And before I say where you can find me, I just want to say Shark Week just happened. And what else better to come on Shark Week than my Quint figure that NECA did? Looks very good. I think they'll be selling this probably at other stores as well. I don't know if Target and Walmart will have these, but they made a, you know, a six inch, I think it's six inch, uh, Quint's. Like and it has like the headband, the beer cans, and the. Uh, Show that again. Yeah, Luke. I said, Luke. I sent you the picture. Neca posted a teaser. They didn't yeah. come out and say it, but the, you can see they're making a Hooper figure because they had like his hat and his like duffel bag like sitting on the dock, and it's like mm -hmm. they posted, it and everyone's like, "Oh no!" So that'll be the next one. Yeah, so hoping that one, and hopefully they fig figure out what's going on with the Chief Brody one. I know they had some licensing problems because that was supposed to come out. They had everything together, but hopefully after the Hooper one, they'll fix that issue that they get the Roy Scheider figure and yeah. can get the three ones. And you also said that they're working on a full, like a large Bruce that would kind of go they, with the They two. posted a, tease, a teaser picture last year of, uh, of one of the workers and whatever, and the sculptors holding up this giant Bruce. He's just like, it looks like a real... Oh fish God. or something he's holding up. That would be amazing. I, I would definitely pay $100 for yeah. that one. So, because a lot of the next scale ones you get through sharkcity.com, those are like, you know, three to 500. But if NECA made one, that would be awesome. But, anyways, go ahead. You oh, were you about to no, say I was just gonna, I was just going to say real quick on a side note, Richard Dreyfus is like really into the con circuit right now. Have you seen that? He's yeah. Even, yeah like, he's doing all these appearances. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Except for he canceled the one we went to. Oh, yeah. No. All right. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, maybe later this year we'll see him. But uh, hey, anyway, where can people find you? Well, after all this talk, <laughs> you can find me on theconguy.com and on Instagram and Twitter at cheeseoncouch. Thank you, guys. You can find me right there, James D. Fry. Yes, I am missing San Diego Comic Con. And if you guys get a chance in the meantime to fill your Comic Con needs, there's a really cool podcast put out by I think it's iHeartRadio or Sirius XM. It's called Comic Con Begins. I'm in week four. It's a six-week series that tells the history of Comic-Con. And my goodness, I didn't know that Comic-Con began in a – where it began. I'm, I, I'm not going to talk about it now because it's kind of salacious, the, the early underpinnings of Comic-Con. It's fantastic. So if you guys get a chance, Comic-Con begins. Can you see this? Wait. No, no, no. 
Comic-Con begins. It's a really cool podcast. It tells the history of Comic-Con. It kind of fills in. It kind of like helps you to feed your Comic-Con hunger while we don't have it this year. Thank you, everybody. Uh, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Please follow us on, on the YouTube. Thank you, The Hashtag Show, for hosting us. Make sure you guys uh, like us. Give us some good comments, and we will definitely see everybody at the cons very soon. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Con Guy Show, the official program of theconguy.com. Find us on the WeBe Geeks Collective or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And now on sci-fi.radio, Saturdays at 4 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Pacific, both a.m. and p.m. That's 9 o'clock Greenwich. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. Welcome to Dr. Geeks Laboratory. Hello, everyone. Dr. Geek here with a shout out to all the scientists who worked tirelessly to bring a COVID-19 vaccine into reality. <laughs> Let's face it, creating something of this magnitude is a miracle worthy of Dr. McCoy himself. And now, Dr. Geek needs you to do your part. Remember, each shot is one small step back to normal, one giant leap to putting the pandemic behind us. We can do this. For more information, visit vaccines.gov to find your nearest provider. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.